0: Hey, dear Tyler. Good morning. And how are you doing? Happy new week. It's another Monday morning. An exciting, exciting, exciting period. Ah, I think I need to work on my salutations. It's it's getting a little bit monotonous. I'll, I'll I'll come up with something. I'll definitely come up with something. So, how are you doing, Tyler? I hope you're good. I hope you're fine. September has fully, fully kicked in. I hope you enjoyed your weekend. It's a Monday morning. And, um, you know, new opportunities, things to go for. Uh, So I really hope that it's coming along well. For some of us that live in the heart of traffic, I hope the traffic is not too terrible for us. Right? Um, So last week um we we spoke on a particular topic shoot your shot and i think i may still have to do like a review on that um maybe to talk about the flip side of it but um that would be in view so before we get into today's discussion i have two major announcements right dear tyler has a new logo we have a new logo. We wanted it to be a lot more professional and um, something that could capture uh, what Dear Tyler is all about, right? So we have a new logo, and to that effect, we would soon. Now that's this is the second announcement. To that effect, we would. Um, we're preparing to work on Dear Tyler merchandise, right? Dear Tyler merchandise. Uh, I I I'd really want us to get like leatherback journals, um, pens, mugs, t-shirts. I think maybe hoodies, right? Probably hoodies, and then umbrellas. Anyway, the the rains are coming to an end. Is that even proper English? Uh, I think so. Just permit my poetic license, right? So the rainy season is coming to an end, and. But then, um, those are some of the merch that we want to uh, work on. So, um, just stay tuned for it. I'll I'll give uh, more details as the days go by. Right? If I'm still trying to do a little bit of cost analysis on how much it would be to get a hoodie um, for dear Tyler or T-shirts and all. Um, so that for those of us that would want um, it to be supplied to us right um, th- there are other things that I'm also working on um, registering dear Tyler um, to become a, you know a legal entity and also uh, starting sponsorship but that's still part uh, we're still working on the modalities for that so once it's finally done. I would let you know, right? So uh firstly to remember we've got a new logo, right? So the reason why I changed it because um I wanted it to, like I said, capture the full concept of what Dear Tyler is. Then um secondly the previous um logo that we used was from you know Canva. And, you know, the reusable designs and all. So I wanted something that would be distinct and unique for us, right? So we've got our logo and then we're also working on the merch, right? So I would, once, once the merch is ready, I would let us know and then think about the modalities of reaching us, right? So those are the two bits of um, information that we need. To know so let's get into today's topic right today's topic is let me price you let me price you uh, so for those of us that uh, usually go to um, various places of exchange where markets shops where things are not necessarily fixed in price right there's this thing that we do we call pricing now um have you noticed that there's some things that you already have like a predetermined value in your mind so you're like ah when i'm going to the market i'm buying this for this price like there's this scary thing that my mom does i usually dread going to the market with my mom because my mom is there's a way that she she could price a certain commodity that you would literally begin to feel sorry For the person selling it, like I was looking at her and I'd be like, Excuse me, ma, don't you know that this person has a family to feed? You know, in my mind, I'll be like, (laughs) Mommy, if they do this to you, would you like it? Like, why would you be pricing something like some of the scariest stuff, scariest things that my mom has priced? It's like you go to the market for something that is like seven thousand, eight thousand. Mom's still be calling one, two, one, two, and then, ah, ma like one two you know and it could get scary sometimes i feel like um this this woman wants them to beat us in the market you know like why, why, why are you telling me why are you telling this guy one, two? and for me like i look at the stuff that she wants to buy and i'm like ah. so you know like I, I feel like there is a lot more in value to that thing Right. But mom, hell, yeah. she will come back and then she will not even, when we get home, she will not even complain that they cheated her. So it just really didn't make sense to me the whole pricing concept. Um, and so, but I tried it out once, you know. I tried it out once. I, uh, the first time I bought a wristwatch, it was now, this is me being absolutely honest the guy was like one, two and I said two hundred naira. the guy looked at me I said the guy wanted to blow me and I was like two hundred the guy was like no, no, no I said okay and I left and I said I should come how much will I bring I said the highest I'll bring is three hundred he said I should bring the money I was like ah so in my mind, what what actually came to my mind is that probably this resource is like 150 or, or something. You get now ah, this guy has probably chopped market on top of my case. But anyway, um we usually, especially when you get into, you know bargaining places, right? We usually bargain a lot, you know, either because of the money that we have available, the resources we have available, or um what I really want to focus on is the second part perceived value. Do you know there are some things you do not price? In fact, there are certain places you go to when you want to price certain commodities. So you want to buy, let's say, some food stuff or so. So you go to the market right to let's say our local markets right where you could actually say they'll be like ah a mood of rice is this so, is so, so amount i don't want to cast myself here uh before people say that ah or it'll be like a crate of egg is this so, is so, so amount one egg is like 80 naira 100 naira or something right and so if you want to go to a place where you can price you go down to all of these local markets but if you go to shop right they just tag the price there you don't have the ability to price. You do not have the ability to... Um, there are definitely varieties. But then the prices are standard. The prices are static. Now, when you want to go... When you want to purchase something that would give you a sense of worth and value, you usually go to one of these stores. Usually you want to buy shoes right you go to the stores there's not much argument the prices are there but then you walk out of that store with a perceived notion that you you bought something valuable there's this funny thing that they used to do in all of these boutiques um and it's a strategy this fluorescent light this fluorescent blue light what it does is that it beautifies any clothing So the best thing to do is that if you enter into a shop like that with all of those blue light things, just carry the clothing outside and let real sunlight touch it. Real sunlight touch it. Then you would actually see the real color and and find out if it's beautiful. Those blue lights are very, very deceptive. But then they help to give a perceived sense of like, wow, this is beautiful. This is valuable. This is worth it. Now, the greatest commodity that we have is the life that God has given us, Tyler. So the Bible in I think, 2 Corinthians, right? It says that uh, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now think about the Ark of the Covenant. How precious it was, to um, how precious it was to the people of Israel, and how God, you know, so revered it that uh, no mortal man could touch it. You know, blood. There were there were a whole lot of protocols, right? There was a whole lot of protocol around the management of the ark because the ark was the symbolism of the hosting of God's presence right and you could see how meticulous individuals in scripture were about handling the ark there were a lot of things that you could make mistakes on but when it came to the ark it required 100% you know unwavered um, precision in its handling he never. Um, David was able to enter into the holy place and eat the shewbread that was meant for the, um, meant for the. For the priests, you know things that were sacred. Nothing happened, but when the ark of the covenant was put on a cart instead of being held by men, there was a straight judgment that happened. Now, if, um, if material things, you know, just gold-casted things are held that valuable. Imagine your own life that now God lives in. There 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 was something that the Spirit of God told me a long time ago. And he said that when somebody goes to purchase something, right, what they give in exchange for that particular commodity is a reflection of their value for it. Have you ever had this very... For those of us that have very fragile stomachs, right? The digestive system just used to let loose on us. You might have encountered this issue where maybe you ate something and you are you know you have like stomach upset and all and you need to use the bathroom or maybe you're, like you're traveling and then you really really need to use the bathroom or you've noticed that you're having all of these stomach rumblings and all you could like quickly enter into a drugstore pharmacy and get all of these laxatives or a geo, right and Because of the urgency of what you need, you could be like, keep the change, keep the change, keep the change. Flagel that you might have bought for 100 naira, but because you're so much in a rush for it, you're like, just keep the change. Why? Because at that point in time, the perceived value of that commodity is more than even what you're giving. You're thirsty. And you find a place that pure water is... So there's this stuff... That we buy pure water in Egypt. It's just little sachets of water. And you're extremely thirsty. And usually in your place, you buy pure water 10 naira. But then you come over to a certain place and it's 15 naira. But because of the, the anguish you're going through, you'll be like, just give me, just give me, just give me. Normally, you would not purchase that commodity for that amount but because of the value that you've placed on it you're willing to give anything now have you ever seen um for those of us that watch sports for instance right uh you could go to generally any um shoe store and purchase a certain um shoe that maybe one of these basketball players or one of these athletes uses, right? Now, because for some other people they get lucky, and the athlete himself gives them the shoe or gives them a piece of clothing. Now, the value of what that athlete has given you, probably in the market is the same price. Let's say, let's say in the range of like a hundred dollars. But because it came from that athlete and the perceived value of that athlete, the value of what he possesses also increases. So I brought out two scenarios where the value comes from the individual purchasing it and then the value also comes from the individual possessing it. Imagine um, somebody, let's say Bill Gates' handkerchief falls on the ground there's a way you pick it up or he gives you the handkerchief do you understand, there's a way that you hold it close to you or whoever is your mentor whoever is your um, role model or something you get, somebody that you look up to there's a way that you hold it dear to you Mm -hmm. so I mentioned two things number one what was exchanged for the possession number two, the person that possesses it When God wanted to win your heart, Tyler, he gave himself through his son. Do not allow anybody to put you on a lower pedestal because that's how much you are worth. When he was looking for what to exchange for you, it was his son Jesus that he gave. That was God's perceived value. And or rather, this is God's perceived value of you, Tyler. He could have given animals, he could have given whatever it is, he could have, you know, sacrificed one of the four living creatures or something. No. But he was like, who can compare to the value of this other person that I want to win? I can only find me. So understand your value. Do not allow people price you, Tyler. People price us a lot. By the words that they say, by the things that they do. You know, certain actions communicate people's perceived value. Do not allow people price you down. Now, when I say that, is that you don't really have the ability to determine people's value of you, right? But then do not allow your value to be determined by them. If you get what I'm saying. Because this is how we lose ourselves because we want to win people so much we want to win people's hearts we want to win people's affection we want to win people's um attention we want to be part of a community to either feel loved feel valued feel appreciated right sometimes we lower the worth of who we truly are just so that we can gain some certain acceptance So you hear all of these funny guys come over to ladies and be like, you know, if you love me, then you'll give yourself to me. You know, and you know, in innocence, a lot of people, because they've not gotten a grasp of their own self-worth and how much God places value on them or in them, they usually let their God down. Now this is, it has nothing to do with being prideful. It has absolutely nothing to do with being prideful. So it's not like you're in one high level, do you understand? And then you're just like being all um, arrogant and oh no, it has nothing to do with that. But every day that you wake up, Tyler, you remember that the price that was paid for you was the price of God himself that was what was given for my exchange remember that remember that because the enemy will try to come and make you feel less situation circumstances will try to make you feel less remember where your price came from remember what determined your price that was what was paid for you so you you if you if you think about um auctions right where people come and they start bidding for things you look at a a certain painting right um and you look at a certain painting and you know you'll be like "Ah, i'm not going to pay more than 50k for this painting but then you see people bidding up to 50 million dollars 100 million dollars for certain things and in your mind you'll be like why are they spending so much on it for you you've not perceived the value of it but for the other person, it's enough. It's, it's, it's worth parting ways with their money. Now, that's how deep it is. So, it's okay when people don't understand your value. But if you don't know your value, that's where the problem is. Do not allow people price you, Tyler. Do not allow people price you. For no matter, I mean, no matter the reason... Um, no matter the circumstance, understand your value. Understand your value. Your personal value, right? There are other things that you could definitely work on. Um, skill, uh, abilities, do you understand? There are things that will grow. But you as a person, you as an individual, you are absolutely um, invaluable. It's. It, you cannot... Um, You cannot quantify the level of value that you have. If people don't love... if You see, like, uh, do everything in your power to love yourself the way God loves you and to allow yourself to be loved the way God loves you. So when people trivialize your gift, when people trivialize your person, do not take it as... A statement of who you are. No, it's just a statement of their perceived value. What is your perceived value? The value of God that he used in purchasing you. And now the second part is the value of the one that possesses you. Who holds you, Tyler? Who owns you? Who owns you? Right? Who is in charge of your life? Very, very important thing. Who is in charge of your life, Tyler? So when the owner of your life comes and they look at him, right? It it shows the 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 the, the extent of the value that you have. Two men or two people have a pen, right? A millionaire has a pen. A billionaire has a pen. Right? There are two general pens, normal, the same ink, do you understand? And the ink can finish. But naturally, because of the billionaire status, right? If the billionaire gives you that pen, you go around saying that ah, they gave me, I mean the billionaire gave me a pen or something. Do you understand? Who holds you matters, Tyler? Who holds your matters? The king of all the earth has chosen your heart to be his home. The king of all the earth has chosen your heart to be his home. All creation submits and bows to this king. And when he was looking for a place to dwell, he chose your heart. It means that heaven has to. Find expression in you. <laughs> you see, you see. So that's where that statement came from. Who is man that thou art so mindful of him, son of man that thou visitest him? Do you understand? It's like because heaven, you know, had to question it. Like, why are you so obsessed about this individual called man? This is your creation, you called man. That you decided to make your abode in his heart. It's very important, Tyler. Do not allow anything in this life price you. To ever reduce your, your real worth. Nah, do not allow it. No matter what. And yes, I would say it, irrespective of the scars that you carry. Irrespective of the scars that you carry. If the king of all the earth has still purchased your heart, then you are worth every single dime. You are worth every single drop of the blood of Jesus. So because some people will be like, oh my God, I have this scar in my life oh i've done this or i was a formal drug addict or i was a former fraudster or i had some nasty past oh i've done this oh i've done that i've done this i've done that and then maybe it's going to reduce my worth or value not at all Have have ever seen um wrecked buildings dilapidated buildings and from afar it looks like nothing good can come out of it absolutely nothing good can come out of it and then all of a sudden somebody just comes over looks at it and then in the next few months you find out a beautifully renovated building like i one of the things i love watching on youtube is them um, are all of these people that refurbish either spoiled um gadgets or um renovate buildings there's this amazing amazing uh what do you call them interior decorator, right? Uh, we call her Madame Esther. My goodness, what this woman does with interiors is epic. There was this one that I saw that literally blew my mind when I came to Abuja. The whole building was rackety. It was. It looked really, really wrecked. Terribly, terribly wrecked. And then, all of a sudden, you know, they gave her the contract to, to work on it. And if you see the transformation, if you see the transformation that occurred now from afar somebody else saw something worthless but then she saw something that could come out of it you know something beautiful when when Gideon was called by God to lead you know or to bring emancipation to the children of Israel he looked at himself as worthless but then what was the description of um, the angel oh thy mighty man of valor you know the first salutation that Mary received, you know, blessed Adam, amongst women you get, you know, you're blessed and highly favored. You've been blessed and highly favored by God. These are all expressions that God is trying to get into our minds. It's very, very important that you allow these things, you allow these truths to rule you. No matter what it is, no matter what it is, Based on Bible history, Mary Magdalene was the lady that had the seven demons in her, right? But who was the very, very first person that saw Jesus after his resurrection? You still see her being part of the 120 in the upper room with the mother of Jesus. You see people with nasty pasts, you know, turning around. We've shared a lot of stories about people that have had terrible experiences You know, and then God still bringing out you know the worth in them. I end with this, Tyler. People can see a black stone and feel like it's just good for the fire, but some other people because they've understood the composition of that stone can put it through a process and what was normally used for fire can become a precious jewel called a diamond. Who holds you matters and remember what the purchasing power of your life was. Never ever, ever allow anything to price you, Tyler. Never, ever allow anything to price you. Not family, not friends, not environments, not organizations, not even yourself. Whenever you're in doubt of your worth... Just remember that the King of all creation chose your heart to be his dwelling place. Right? So I really hope that this blessed you, Tyler. Really hope that this blessed you. Do have a lovely, lovely day. Right? Please keep on sharing this podcast with um, as many people as possible. Keep on sharing this podcast with as many people as possible and um yeah so uh, this is me signing out remember i love you i believe in you and i'm always rooting for you see you on thursday bye